All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the iBug Buzz for Monday, October 20th. No, it's 19th, October 19th, 2020. That's where I'm getting confused. You know, these days are flying by so fast. I'm Stephen Kerr. I am going to be one of your facilitators tonight, along with Sandia. This is one of my favorite parts of the week because we get to talk about topics relating to the iPhone, the iPad, the iPod Touch, Apple TV, Apple Watch. And this call is being recorded both for playback on our website as well as on Sight into Sound Radio. And we sure appreciate them rebroadcasting it on their channel. Just a few simple guidelines to keep in mind. Uh, first of all, we ask that you please stay on mute until you wish to speak. And this is just to ensure the quality of the call and to cut down on any background noise. We don't use the raise hand feature here on Zoom. So if you wish to ask or answer a question, you just wait until there's a break in the conversation and then state your name, wait for me or Sandia to recognize you. Now, if we uh, have to tell you repeatedly to mute yourself or that you have too much background noise, we do reserve the right to put you in the virtual waiting room because we want everyone to have a chance to participate and not be distracted. We don't wanna do that, but uh, please help us to uh, follow these uh, basic rules here on the call. Now to mute or unmute yourself, it's the Alt-A command if you're on a Windows PC. It's Command-Shift-A on the Mac. On an iOS device, there is a button on the screen that toggles between mute and unmute. On the iPhone, it's uh, toward the bottom left-hand corner. And I believe it's a little bit higher on the iPad, but it does uh, toggle between mute and unmute. And if you're on a regular phone line, you simply hit star six and that will toggle as well. Also, once you've asked a question, uh, if you can hold off asking additional uh, questions, and this is just to give others a chance to participate. And of course, if no one is asking, then you, know, you can certainly ask another question, but we just wanna be fair to everyone. Remember, there are no dumb questions. We're here to help you, so don't be shy. Now, before we get to our announcements and your questions, why don't we go ahead and uh, give everybody a chance to introduce themselves. You just state your name, where you're from, and remember, you're gonna need to unmute yourself using the commands that I just gave you. And I know some of you joined in while we were doing announcements and probably missed who I am, so I will introduce myself first. I am Stephen from Austin. So who would like to go first? This this is Isaac Abear from, from, from Temple, Texas. Hey, Isaac. Welcome, sir. This is Shelby in Baytown. Hey, Shelby. Billy Guevara from Houston. Hey there, Billy. Welcome, sir. Jack from Oklahoma. Hey, Jack. Welcome. Brandy in Austin. Brandy, hello. Dana from Ohio. Welcome, Mr. Dana. Freddie from Lund. Galveston County. All right, Freddie, welcome. And who else was? Irene Lambert from Montreal, Quebec, Hi. Canada. Hi, Irene, welcome. Now, have you been on this call before? I No, I haven't. It's my have first not. time. Okay, well, welcome. And we'll come back to you in a minute. We usually like to ask our new people a couple of questions. So uh, hang on, we'll get to you back to you in just a few minutes. Okay, who else? Okay. I'd like to introduce Chanel yourself. in Houston. Hey, Chanel. Hello. Karen from Philadelphia. Hi there, Karen. Welcome. Roy mm -hmm. in Fort Worth. Hey, Roy. Good to have you, sir. 
Keith Vanessa. in the Austin chapter. <laughs> Keith from Austin chapter. Welcome, sir. Vanessa from Chicago. Hi, Vanessa. Welcome. Glad to have you back. Thank you. Okay. Anybody else like to introduce themselves that hasn't so far? Sonia. Hey, Sonia, hello. And Michael in Houston. Michael in Houston. I don't, I'm not sure I know a Michael from here. Oh, that Michael. <laughs> well, welcome, Michael. Guy. The eye bug guy. I better be nice to him because I'm going to be tossing it to him here in just a second. I know, I know. Anybody else? Mark Payer, Jean Malloy in Montreal. Hey, there you are, Mark. Hey. Doing very well. Glad to be How do I sound? I'm on my Mac on the Windows 10 side. Sound good. You sound so, good, sir. Yeah, little bit. Yeah, a little far away. Maybe a little. Yeah, maybe a little bit closer, but we we can hear you pretty good. But welcome. Okay, I'm a little bit closer now. Um, That's good. That? Perfect. Okay. Perfect. All right. Anybody else? I I thought we had some more Montreal representation on the call here. Besides Simon from Canada. Simon, welcome, sir. Glad to have you. Oh, we'll come Simon, back to you in a come minute. Come on, tell them you're in Montreal just like I am. <laughs> All right. Anybody else? Yes. Uh, this is Joe from Norman, Oklahoma. Hey, Joe. Glad to have you, sir. Thank Welcome you. Back. Thank you very much. Thank Welcome you. Back. Okay. Anybody else we missed? All right, well, if you don't get to introduce yourself or others that join later, um, we will have a chance to do that during the intermission or the halftime show, I guess we call it, in the midway point of the, of the call. What is happening in iBug? Well, I'm going to briefly turn it over to the iBug guy to give us a few announcements and share some great things coming up. So Mr. Michael McCulloch, take it away, sir. Okay, well, before I do that, do we want to, uh, the uh, one or two new people, do we want to get to know them? Yeah, I guess we can do better? that now and then take, and then have the announcements and then take questions. That's true. So, um, Irene, if you want to unmute yourself again and just tell us, first of all, how you found out about iBug. I, I think I know the answer, but, <laughs> but how did you find out about iBug and what iOS devices are you using? I found out from another list that I'm on with Mark by Arja and Simon. And um, this was a good night just now for me. So I said, I'm going to try and get in. And it came in very nicely, just bounced right into the room. Excellent. Uh, I have an, uh, an iPhone SE, which I'm about to trade in for the Plus SE. I'm not good at it. I'm always asking questions. So, <laughs> but well, this I also, is the place to do that. So. And I just wanted to say that I know Austin quite well. I love Austin. I almost moved there in 2004 and I spent many years in Philadelphia. So I'm wow. so happy to hear about all the rest of you from all these other places. Excellent. Well, we're definitely here to help you. So uh, when we get to the questions portion, if you have one or two questions you'd like to ask, then by all means, uh, feel free to do so. Thank you. Okay. Well, Simon, um, if I could toss it to you for a second, I, I, I think we already know how you found out about iBug, but just tell us a little bit about the uh, iOS devices that you have, what you use. Uh, you have uh, iPhone 8, 
And uh, this, I think, is my second or third phone. I don't remember now. <laughs> it's been a while since I've had a phone. Excellent. Well, we're very glad to have you as well. Thanks for joining us tonight. All right. Well, are there any other new callers that I, I can't think of anyone else, but if I've missed someone and you haven't been on this call before, uh, go ahead and speak up before we get to announcements. Can you hear me? Yes. I'm Donna Kesterson and I'm from Cleburne. Hi, Texas. Donna. Welcome. Yeah, we, we saw you earlier and we weren't sure if you were muted or we're having trouble with your audio, but we're very glad to have you. So you're from well, Cleburne. Yes. Thank you. I'm, I'm having headphone difficulties. That's, that's quite all right. Well, we're very glad to have you. Um, how did you find out about iBug and what iOS devices are you using? From Roy and I am using a Mac computer and an iPhone 7. Okay. Well, for this call, we normally talk about iOS like iPhone and iPad and iPod Touch. We do have a separate call uh, reserved for the Mac, which oh, okay. uh, Michael is going to tell us about in a moment when we get to announcements. But uh, for tonight, if you have any questions about the iPhone, then you've come to the right place. So Alrighty. we're glad to have you. Thank you. All right, Michael, got some announcements for us, I bet. Okay. Yeah. Thanks, Stephen. So this is the uh, what third week of October. So we've got another busy week in the iBug world. Uh, coming up first uh, this Wednesday evening at 7 p.m., 7 to 8 p.m. Central Time, we've got our iBug Android Insight. And that uh, conference call is for all of our users and uh, enthusiasts of uh, Android products. So it's very similar uh, format as this one. If you've got just kind of an open Q&A help session for anybody with uh, Android uh, questions. So join us on that one. And, that, and like all of our calls, we use the same Zoom line. You can just call in at uh, 7 p.m. Central Time for that one. Uh, then on Friday evening, we've got our iBug virtual night at the movies. And that is at 8 p.m. with a 7.30 pre-social. And then usually following the movies, we'll have a short discussion. So, and stick around for our half, at halftime, we'll be uh, giving out some clues for what the movie of the week is this week. Then on Saturday, our signature iBug Apple workshop. So anything, Pretty much anything in the Appleverse we will be discussing. That's a, a little more formal agenda. We go through some news and rumors through in the Apple world. We usually have a couple of demos of third-party apps that are useful to the uh, our users, and and then possibly uh, a, one of the built-in apps. So that is on Saturday the October 24th, and that goes from 2 to 4 p.m. Central Time. So that's what we got coming up uh, this week. And for more information on those, plus all of our other uh, training sessions and uh, social events, you can always go to our website, which is ibugtoday.org. And there you'll find uh, upcoming events, you'll find 
uh, all of our meetings, which we record, we've archived them there. You can uh, always go on there and search by topics for different things you might be of interest and see if we've you know already discussed something. And as well as uh, in addition to all our group training sessions, we do have a one-on-one -on -one, uh, mentoring program where we'll match up a new iPhone user with one of our advanced members and they will meet over a period of about 12 weeks, one-on-one, -on -one, uh, about an hour or so each week and found that uh, doing that uh, in addition to attending our group trainings that uh, a new user can get up and going pretty quickly there. So go to our uh, website for all that information. Again, that's ibugtoday.org. Also, you can uh, find us on Facebook. We have a Facebook group. It is facebook.com slash groups slash iBug today. And you can just uh, sign up to join uh, our group there. That's a good place to also uh, get announcements of upcoming meetings. And also if you have uh, you know, questions that come up, issues in between these Monday night calls, you October can uh, post them there and uh, we have people that are monitoring that that can uh, get back to you, get back with you and uh, help answer those questions. So those are the ways you can uh, keep, keep uh, track of us. Oh, I forgot. We also have a Twitter. You can follow us on Twitter and uh, Twitter handle there is at iBug today. And again, that's different uh, announcements, uh, different news, rumors, tips and tricks for the, uh, in the Apple world or provided there if you follow us on Twitter. So that's uh, the announcements for this week. And I'm going to turn it back over to you, Stephen. I'm sorry, Michael, I was doing a couple of things. Did you mention the uh, Vila Book Club? I sure did not overlook that. Uh, yeah, we're right now in the process, like each month we're reading a book. Uh, and I just totally went blank on the book. <laughs> so I'm gonna have to ask Sandy or somebody Sandia, else. Do you, yeah, do you have yeah. that, Sandy? This is Shelby real quick. Shelby? Yeah, the book is Cathedral Stories. That's it, yeah. Okay. Cathedral and Stories. The, the author, Keith, Keith knows the author. Since Keith, he, go ahead, yeah. Uh-oh, I think you muted, Keith. Oh no, you put there. me on the spot. I went blank. No, it's oh, on the other. This is Sandia. Okay, Sandia. You Raymond got it. Carver. All right. There Raymond we go. Carver. Do you All have right, the Ray DB number? We will we don't ask much, that. do we? No, we don't. We'll come back to that. <laughs> we'll we'll come back count. to that. No problem. All right. All right. All right. Okay. Anyway, we're re we're reading that book. It's a fairly short book, so lots of time. Uh, the actual meeting it will not be until the second Tuesday of uh, November. Right. And so I don't have the date, date on the, off the tip of my tongue on that one either. So second Tuesday. We'll be It'll on be November tenth. So. It'll be November tenth. Okay. It's Very the week good. after the election. The the, the Tuesday after the uh, election. Hold on, so. November twelfth, guys. Thursday. <laughs> oh, it's Thursday. Oh, it is Thursday. You're right. Okay. Yes. Okay. okay. All right. November twelfth. Second, second Thursday. <laughs> All right. After a Half a dozen of us, we finally got the book. <laughs> right. All right, let's go on to questions. How about that? Hey, I think that's a great idea, yeah. Sandia. Thank you. No, thank you, Michael. That's a lot of great right. stuff. You know, there's, I always say there's something for everyone with iBug. We, you know, we like to socialize, we learn a lot, 
that's one of the things that I, I think is great about this group. So there's a lot of things coming up, something for everyone. So at this time, we can open it up for your questions. Now for you new folks, uh, the first 45 minutes or so, we usually devote to beginner questions or uh, give uh, new people a chance to ask questions that haven't been on the call before. So uh, Simon, Irene, or Donna, if uh, any of you have some questions and would like to start us off, then uh, feel free. And if not, that's okay, no pressure. We can always come back to you later if you think of one, but uh, let's go ahead and open it up for questions. Who'd like to ask the first one for tonight? Anybody have a question? Either our new people or I'm not going to say our old people because that's kind of insulting. Business, Keith. Uh, I think I heard Jack first and then Keith. Jack, go ahead. Um, I was just curious if that was a free book that you guys are reading. Yes, it is uh, through the National Library Service or NLS uh, talking okay. book program. Okay, yes. cool. This is Keith. Thank you. Keith, go ahead. That's what I was going to tell you. Uh, the DB is actually 21662. And that is on Barb, uh, Barb Mobile. Right. And okay. uh, this is Chanel. Thank you. Okay. You bet. Chanel, go ahead. Yeah, I was just going to say that sometimes I know I don't always go to the book club meetings or I haven't in a while, but I will look for these books on Bookshare so that I can download, uh, read it in braille and i don't know if um canadians have access to nls so bookshare might be something um if you have access to you most pretty much all the books from bard are on bookshare that That's or correct. that they've assigned so mm -hmm. far mark and montreal mark go ahead uh just for the information of you folks down there uh we don't have access to nls up here cnib has their own library, which used to be called CNIB library. It's now CELA. The acronym is uh, Acceptable Library for, I can't remember. <laughs> yeah, one of those weird you know, acronyms. But it's for print disabled people and whatnot. And uh, through the new agreement that's in place, a lot of books are being shared. You can search by title or whatever on CELA. We also get access through CNIB to Bookshare. Mm -hmm. If you, people want to join up in Bookshare, you can do that as well and contact the CNIB National Office 800 number and do it there. Irene might be able to, she probably knows more than I do about yeah. that. I'm putting okay. it on the spot, Irene. That's okay. No, but that's great. Well, I appreciate that. And Chanel, that's a good point because, you know, since there are a number of you that have joined us uh, lately or more recently from Canada, you know, I, I think most of the books should be available. I mean, most of them are fairly popular or were at one time that we're reading. So, but that there's a good point to keep in mind that uh, not everybody may have access to Bard, especially if you're outside the U.S. So that's a great point to raise. All right. Well, let's uh, move into actual iOS questions. If we can, who would like to ask the first question in that regard? Hi, it's Vanessa. Vanessa, go ahead. Yes. Now you say there's no dumb questions, right? That's correct. There are no <laughs> dumb questions. We're all here all to help. All right. Um, now, um, so with all of these virtual calls that are going on, 
I am trying to understand, is there a simple way that when I get an email about a virtual call that, um, you know, I could put it into my, a calendar. I don't know which type of calendar is best. And, you know, with the link to the Zoom call, and then, you know, I can go to my calendar for the week to see what calls are scheduled. Okay. That's a great question. And then just, and then just go to the link to go directly to the Zoom right, call. Right. In other words, you save the link because it is the same link. We use the same link for all of our calls. So even though you may get emails every week of our different events, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. unless we tell you otherwise, it is the same uh, link. Yes, Herbie, go ahead. I knew you would, either you or Keith, I knew would um, be able to answer this. Go ahead. Herbie, if, Herbie, if I could say, if you could get a little bit closer, you're a little <laughs> far away there. Okay, how's that? If, if you can, uh, a little bit better. A little bit better, oh dear. Okay, um, I will try to, uh, okay, how's that? That's a little better. Let's let's try it this way. Can everybody okay. hear him okay? Okay, go ahead, Herbie. So one thing, if you're checking your email on the phone, one thing you should get is kind of a pop-up that's like to the left of the email that, you know, says like event detected. And Okay, I'm on the iPad. Oh, the iPad. Okay. I'm, I'm sorry, I should have said that. Well, I should have asked you what device you're on. So. <laughs> I mean, I'm assuming it would work the same way. I do not have an iPad, so I don't know. But at least on the iPhone, it says event detected. You double tap and it brings up the calendar. Okay, wait, it says what again? Event, event detected. detected. Okay, I've never heard that. Um, is there, can I double tap or something on the email and get that? Because I never heard that on my email. Um, I don't know if know. it works differently for the iPad. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I know we have some iPad users out here that can definitely uh, perhaps answer that. Okay. Yeah, I think it usually, if it's on the iPhone, if it, if you click on that, it's it's a link, right, Herbie? And it, it will set up the event yes. on your iPhone calendar. Yes, or whatever calendar of your choice. Jake, uh, Jake, go ahead. Yeah, I have a comment about that question. Um, it has to do with the dates of the event, too. So, like, if you click on one of the dates of the event, it will, or the time, it'll open the calendar and do it that way as well. Oh, I see. Okay. The, the question that I would have with that, though, and Herbie, maybe you can shed some light on this. If you just click on the date, though, will it still have the link in the calendar. And if you click directly on that, will it take you directly to the Zoom meeting? Keith, Keith, go ahead. I do not believe it will just add the event to you. You can go into your calendar. Um, I will go in and look at that uh, calendar. I believe there's a note, a text field for a note. And I also believe there's a text field for a URL, and I would definitely put it in the URL in the uh, calendar. That way, you should be able to double tap when you edit it and finish it out and go back to it. You should be able to double tap on that uh, URL, and it will take you into Zoom. But I'll I'll, uh, I'll actually work on that while we're okay. Perfect. We're taking other questions. Yeah, because one okay. of the key things, and Vanessa, I think you're you're kind of headed toward this is. To be able to save that link and all you have to do is just click on it and it takes you straight to be to able meet. to save save the link and then right. you know once a week 
look at whatever's on my calendar for right. that week. Yeah. And then I would just pretty much have to just go to my calendar to join a Zoom call. Yes. Yes. So and, we will kind of ver we'll verify some of that to make sure that's correct. Okay. But that, that sounds right. But that's a very good question. And there's there's been a lot of discussion or some discussion in the past about different ways to save the Zoom links, either in mm -hmm. your calendar, uh, you can save it in um, Note. This is Herbie. Herbie, go ahead. So, you know, I'm just looking at a Zoom event that I actually did add into my calendar and I noticed like in the URL session, it says show and mail. So there is something there at least. Um, I need to play around with this some more myself, but um, so I did, but I, you know, I, um, I, I think it might be able to detect the URL, but yeah. Okay. This is David. David, go ahead. Uh, there's also, I've forgotten the exact procedure, but there is a way to set, uh, create a reminder out of an email message too, where it'll, it'll pop up the reminder and they'll link you back to your email. So you'll have all the information from the email. You just go right in and, and you set it up at a certain time. Mm -hmm. So the meeting say it's noon, you can do a reminder for like 1145 or something like that. Mm -hmm. So it'll remind you, uh, and then you could get logged into the meeting. So you, it just, you know, links you back to your email, but it gives you a pop-up mm -hmm. reminder, you know. Okay. So now, there, isn't there a um, reminder in the calendar as well that you can create? Yeah, that's, I guess, but you can create a reminder right from an email. Um, okay. Right. And I, I'm sorry, I don't remember the exact procedure. I you know, I have to get off the call to look it up, but. Um, All right. I know okay. that that was one of the features they added several years ago. You could, like. I think I think mm -hmm. so if you have an email open, you say remind me about this um, at you know mm -hmm. Friday at two or whatever. I think you can just do that, like whatever email you have open, and mm -hmm. you say remind me about this, and then they'll put it in <coughs> my calendar with the with the link. <coughs> well, it's that's not the a most calendar. important thing with the link. There's a separate right. feature in iOS called Reminders, okay, which, which just pops up reminders on your on your lock screen or on your you know right when, I've heard when you that. tell it and the, it's a different way to keep up with you know things to do or things okay. coming up this is um, Keith. sorry great okay were you finished david or did you have yeah, I'm, some I'm, more to okay uh keith, uh keith go ahead i just i just tapped on a link in an email that had the the uh time and date and the three options that popped up, there's a pop-up. It uh, gives you create event, create reminder, and show in calendar. And, of course, the create mm -hmm. event actually puts you in the calendar in the edit mode. And it does not add that link because it is a separate link itself. And then, of course, uh, um, create, create reminder would remind you of that time and date but uh, i think the only way to put the link for the zoom would be to cut and paste it into that calendar and when really? i went in there the only uh text line in there is a note so it might not even mm. you know it might not even activate i'll, I'll work on that too and, and mm. cut and paste because usually like in contacts the note field uh, you cannot activate the note field it will just uh if you tap on it it'll just go into edit mode uh so unsure of that i'm sure if that's that's going to be a 
a very good way to save a link for you for the Zoom itself. Mm. Okay. okay. Well, thank you. Excellent. Thank you. So, all right, Vanessa, does that uh, does that answer your question? Um, yeah. Well, for the most part, I guess I can't. I can't really save <laughs> the link unless I cut and paste it, right, or something, right? That's pretty much what he was yeah, saying. Yeah, you can I'm, you can cut cut and paste it like into notes or into. Mm -hmm. I know we've we've talked about some of that before. Uh, some of you mm -hmm. want to review some of that just for a minute. We can, but there there is ways to cut and paste into other things mm -hmm. besides uh, calendar. Okay. All right. Well, thank Keith you. Again. Go ahead, Keith. Uh, real quick, uh, Vanessa. Uh, another way that that I do, especially if it's a recurring event, uh, a recurring Zoom meeting, I will create a contact and actually cut that uh, link uh, for the Zoom into the uh, URL uh, field of the contact uh, uh, contact page, right. the card. And what that will do, you can, you can pull up that card and just go down to the website field, double tap it, and it will straight put you straight into the Zoom meeting. Um, so it, it, it lets you activate that link in that website field. And just like iBug, I have the iBug uh, Zoom card created and have uh, the phone number as well as the website. I have the link, this link with the password embedded in the website field. And I also have the link in the note field in case I do want to cut and paste it into something else. It's right there, you know, pretty easy, cheesy to get to. Excellent. Well, that those are excellent ideas. Vanessa, uh, keep us yes. posted. If you're still yes, having yes. trouble or if you figured it okay. out, uh, just let us know. Either way, we'd, we'd love to hear about it. So, do. I appreciate it. Thank you thank, very much. Thank you for the question. And uh, thank you, everyone, for your input on that. That's great stuff. All right. New question. Who has a new question tonight? Irene. Hi, Irene. Go a, ahead. Um, I am just starting to learn to use voice memo. And I've had one set of verbal instructions and which I forgot half of them. But what happens is that I can launch it, open it with Siri. I can, it goes to record, but then I'm stuck. I, I can't find any button that says stop recording or where to save it. Okay. Um, well, the first question I wanna ask you, Irene, is what uh, iOS version do you have because they have made some updates to voice memos in iOS 14. So let's start with that first. Okay, I have 13 points something or other. I do okay. not have 14. Okay, um, so let's keep that in mind for those of you who wanna answer Irene's question. She has not updated with iOS 14 just yet. So uh, does anyone anyone wanna take that question about, so let me, so <laughs> you, you're able to record Irene, but you're not sure how to stop it? Yes. And then save. Uh, and then I think save. David it. is trying to talk. Okay, David, go ahead. Oh well, um, I, I think on iOS 13, yeah, they they redesigned the voice memo, so you could now use, the, at least in VoiceOver, you can use that that two finger magic tap, you know, uh, to start and stop the recording, uh, which is pretty nice. You don't have to like fumble around and find the start and stop. Um, but then once it's stopped in stop mode, then there should be a way to go in and. Um, you know, tell it what you want to save it as, or if you want to d discard it, you know, there's, there's different options, but uh, I know that two finger double tap uh, does, does the trick. 
if, if you're familiar with that gesture, you may have to kind of practice yes. a little bit. It, yeah, it's basically the same as pausing or playing on a media player on your phone. Yes, yes. Yeah, I, so I you have can that. Do that. Okay. Now, does anyone have anything um, about saving the file? This is Herbie. Herbie, go ahead. <clears throat> um, so once you stop the recording, it should bring up the save option. Otherwise... The other thing you can look for on the screen, um, which is really confusing about voice memos, is sometimes you have to pause, look for the pause button, and then after you've paused it, then you will fi should find the stop button. And How do you with, pause it, then? If you do a two-finger double tap to stop it. Well, if the two-finger double, I'm just saying if the two-finger double tap doesn't work, then that's the alternative way. Yeah, and unfortunately, though, with that, it comes out on the recording when you're tapping on your phone. Though if you're wearing you're a headset, sort of then that'll help with yeah, that. Yeah, that is true. Um, but what she's also wanting to do is save the file. And yeah, oh, yeah, so once you stop, then it should automatically come up with... Oh, it's kind of a little bit weird to... Yeah, it, I know, it doesn't, it, it doesn't it's actually kind of like save a, it. It doesn't it, show it, it a dialogue. It saves it automatically. Yes, it does. But do you want to give it? Um, this is Sandia. Do you want to give it a file name, Irene? Oh, well, is that what you're wanting to do? I, I, I suppose I do. I want to save it somewhere right. where I can get back to it easily. Okay, Sandia, go ahead. Okay, so just to confirm what David said, uh, you can. So I'm in voice memos, and you can do a two finger double tap to start the recording and a two finger to turn it off. That is something new, I, I never knew that. So thank you, David. So let's, we can try a quick recording and then see what happens. How do you find it? Cause it is a little tricky. So let's try right. this together. Okay, here we go. Is that all right, Stephen? Here yes, we go. Yes, ma'am, go right, all right ahead. So double tap. Uh-oh, oh, whoa, whoa. Open voice memos. More action. Play button. Rewind 15 seconds. Okay, so button. now we're in voice memos. Actions available. Voice memos. Now I'm going to double tap. This is a test. This is Monday, October 19th, and we are doing a practice. And I don't know if y'all heard that. It's a little tone. It goes, blink. So, yeah. all right. Yeah, I heard it. <laughs> okay. So yeah. now, now the big question, Irene, is where on earth is this thing? So let's see. I'm not sure. So 4,126, Darnus Way 25, text field. Actions available. So yeah, I, that's I where think it is. That, so it automatically puts my address. So I think that's the text field right there. So right. I can edit that now. I'm already there. So I can back. Yes, go ahead. Go ahead yeah, Mark. so what it does by default, unless you turn it off in settings, is it'll do it based on your current location. And then that number means that there's 25 recordings, including the one you just did with that um, file name, so. Right, so let's delete this. Eight, 4,000 search, search view, 8.05 p.m. 
track position, 0, 4126, Darnus Way 25, 805, duration, 8 seconds, track position, more actions. I think you had to double tap on that. Yeah, you yeah I was just going to you know, see that that's the one. I mean, we could play it if we wanted to, because we know that that's the one that we recorded at 805. So, yeah, go back and double tap on the text field. More app, track position, duration, 805, 4126, text field is editing, 4100, delete, 5. So, I know, it's a long way to delete. You can actually hold down the delete key and go all the way to the... Yeah, you actually, I have done that. This is Herbie. There also might be a clear text button. All right, so I'm going to just write in here. I can dictate... Dictate button. Test file for Monday night. Insert a test file for Monday night. Search, search, 805, text field is editing. Yeah, and it automatically saves it. There's not a save yeah, button. Yeah, there's no save. Okay, so, so there you go. Oh. That's all I got. Yeah, it, it, it's it's funky. It, I, this it, it, it's kind of confusing, but it's essentially what you do is you just click on the uh, double tap on the text field, then delete what's there, and then put your own text in there, and then we'll save it at that point. Keith, go ahead. Uh, if you open up uh, voice memos, the first uh, page there has a list of all your uh, voice memos. And if you swipe up on whichever one you want to uh, save, you can actually save it in other places. It brings up like a context menu of uh, more actions or yeah, more actions option. Double tap that and it brings up. Uh, several yeah. options there. One <clears throat> of those options is to copy and one of them is to share and it just has a regular share sheet that you can uh, mail it or message or, or save it to Dropbox or files or what have you. So that's another option if right. you want to save it somewhere outside of voice memos. Which is, that's kind of what you were also wanting to do, right, Irene? You wanted to save no, it somewhere because else. Because if, if it's a telephone number, I want to be able to go back to it and find out what it was. Correct. So that's that's the best way to do it is go to the share sheet, and it has a whole bunch of options there of where you okay. want to save it. Okay. 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 I'll play around with it. Thank you. Okay. Well, thank you. That's a very good question. We appreciate it. All right. Next question. Mark, go ahead. Uh, of course, Irene, you can always reach out. You know my number if you get stuck. <laughs> Are you um, using voice memo? I do use it occasionally, yeah. Okay. Um, I, I just have one other comment, if, you, okay. if I can. Sure, go ahead, Irene. Um, I wear a headset on my Zoom calls, and I can't hear, I can't use my phone at the same time as I'm listening to people on the phone. So I don't know how do other people... I mean, how can you practice what you're being told? Or do you, you can't, <laughs> if you're wearing a headset, you can't hear yourself and hear the phone. You can't hear the people telling you what to do on the phone. This is Shelby. Shelby, go ahead. You can't. Um, I tried that um, because the way that the audio is, it's very difficult to um, do that. Um, what I would have to do if I'm in a call with multiple people, I would have to ask them to be quiet briefly so I can try to listen in. Um, also, when it comes to voice memos and stuff like that, when you're trying to practice, it's just best to have two devices with you instead of just the one. It is very difficult, but 
um, if you have more than one iOS device, you, you can practice with that uh, secondary device. This is Herbie. Herbie, go ahead. So one little trick that may help actually is once you're in your Zoom call, um, turn voiceover off and then turn it back on. And sometimes that will actually make it louder. Um, oh, okay. So that's one little trick there, whether you're on a Zoom call, whether you're in a phone call. Also, another thing you can do is make sure that your voiceover is volume is set in the rotor, if you're familiar with that. Um, <clears throat> And then you can, you know, raise the voiceover volume and sometimes that'll make it louder than the things, um, what you're listening to now, like what Shelby said with voice memos and stuff that you still won't be able to do, but there are some, so there's some things you can do, but those are some tricks to try to make voiceover more usable when you're in a Zoom call or phone call or whatnot, so. This is Sonia. Go ahead, Sonia. Just a reminder also that like all of our calls are recorded. So if you want to practice some of the things that we are describing for you um, and you know you can't do it real time, you can always go back and review it and then practice on your own time. So. Yeah, I think that's the greatest idea. <laughs> yeah, it's a searchable. You, you can go on our website and search for uh, to any topic. Just put in a, a keyword of a topic in any of our podcasts. And it will bring it up. Now, I do have a question. I meant to ask Michael this earlier. Um, Michael, if you can weigh in. Are the, the, the iBug Buzz podcasts are actually on regular podcast platforms, are they not? Is that true, Sandia? Yes, they are. Okay. Okay. They are. They are. Available. Yeah. So that's another way to find the recording. So yeah. anyway. Okay. We got mine in Downcast. So, uh, you know, it's, it's always there. I just wish the rest of them were there, too. But this, I can go this, on this is Marty. Marty, go ahead. They're, they're also available on for anyone that has a Victor stream. Um, if you go into uh, podcasts where it says uh, search, like, you know, add a new podcast feed. Mm -hmm. If you put iBug in there, it will come up with uh, iBug buzz and you can right. put it on your Victor. So that's another way to listen. And there are show notes. So you can kind of skim through those and find certain topics that you may want to uh, listen to again. All right. Uh, anything more about the headset issue? I think that pretty much sums it up, though, to what Shelby said. So, this is Dana. Mr. Dana, go ahead, sir. Yeah, you could. Another tip is you could take um, when you're listening to headphones and you want to um, practice while people are telling you. Right then and there, you could take one ear off, you know, listen, listen to the people in one ear and then um, practice with your phone and listen, to, you know, to your phone on the other with no headphone on on that ear. Like, for example, you know, yeah, for example, have one headphone on your right ear and nothing on the other ear. Yeah, I've done that. Excellent. That's an excellent point. Oh, thank you, everybody, for all those great ideas. You're very welcome. Thank you for participating and some great questions there. All right. Who's next? Who has a new question? Ace. Mark in Montreal. Yes, sir, Mark. Ace. I'm having an issue. You know how you, when you have your display set up to lock after five minutes or whatever you choose to have it lock after? Once that happens, and if I'm on a phone call and I try to do the smart tap to hang up 
or it's not so much in answering a call, it's at the end of a call, it doesn't work. I have to go actually flick to find the uncall button. Is this a bug in iOS 14 beta 2 or whatever the heck it is we're, we're up to now? Okay, anybody have uh, an idea about that? Kelsey. Hi, Kelsey, go ahead. Uh, yeah, I think I know what you're referring to. And uh, if I'm understanding you correctly, you are having issues when you're on a call and you can't end, is that correct? Yes, that is correct, but I am running Yeah, I, I'm having that problem also. And this is when the phone is locked, is that is that right? Yeah. Yes, mm -hmm. that's correct. This is this Keith, is go, Keith. Ahead. go ahead, Keith. I'm not sure what phone you have, but you should be able to hit your, uh, uh, just uh, press on your home button or your side button, and it will wake the screen back up, and you can no. do the. It doesn't work on the 11, Keith, I can tell you that. Okay. It doesn't work on the iPad either. Interesting. And this just popped up in 14? Yeah. Um, uh, 14, uh, I'm running the beta 14 point. I think it's 02 now. Any of you guys running the beta would know. I don't think you because all it says this is, is Herbie. 14. Okay, Herbie, go ahead. When you're unlocked, when you're trying this gesture, have you made sure that the phone was far away from your face? Thanks. Absolutely. Because, Absolutely. Okay. I'm usually on speaker, Herbie. Yeah. Interesting. I. Hmm. I've not tried it recently, so I don't well, because either I flip to it or the other person hangs up before I hang up. So, well, now that you mention it, I think I've had that happen to me a couple of times lately when I've had my phone locked and I'm not using it, and somebody calls me and I answer and immediately locks, and then when I'm trying to hang up, yep. yeah, sometimes even hitting that side button, you're um, right, you're right, I, Kelsey, I, it doesn't work. No, and I did talk to Apple Accessibility about it, and they are aware of it. Okay, so hopefully they so will fix that. Anybody who is, so I encourage anyone who's having this problem to please call Apple Accessibility and get your name, you know, ask them <clears throat> to put your name on the ticket. Okay. Th this is Marty. Marty, go ahead. I've had that happen a couple times, but first of all, I changed my phone from when I first got an iPhone like five years ago, I had to lock after five minutes or something but i changed it to never lock i just it, i just lock it when i press the side button to lock it and the other thing that i do is um i've had that problem once or twice i just grab a bluetooth headset put on the bluetooth headset and then once it's connected to the bluetooth headset use the end button on the bluetooth headset or the call button to end the call yeah, if you have that option, uh, that does usually work if you have a blue And unfortunately, so. ahead, I, I, I hate to report this to you, but uh, changing auto lock to never does not fix the problem either. Hmm. See, really? I was wondering yeah, that too. I, yeah. Yeah, I, just nope. used the, I just used the Bluetooth headset. I've had to actually do that, connect the Bluetooth headset simply so I can hang up. Yeah, it's it, it it's a it's a known bug. So hopefully, uh, you know, the more people that call in about it, uh, the more likely they will be to fix it. All right. 
Sounds like that is the best we can do for the well, time being, Mark. So hopefully that will. Okay, just stop one more. I know you guys are going to yell at me, but I'm just curious because I'm doing the Windows 10 side with Zoom. Is and it says in the manual or the instructions, control, uh, control S, I think, to determine the active speaker in JAWS. Eight, well, I have 18, unfortunately, but it's not working. It's not telling me the active speaker. Is there another way of seeing who the active speaker is? Or is yeah, that? I, I, yeah, that's something we'd have to address in a different setting. I, I do not know offhand. Um, but yeah, the, some of the Zoom commands, just, just real quickly, uh, some of the Zoom commands on Windows, even though they're in the keyboard shortcut, shortcuts, they don't work very well. Um, and some of it could be from updates. So that's yeah, probably what you're running into. Side, but not on the, Zoom, right. on the Windows side. It's weird, but it's easier right. functionality. I find easier on the Windows side, but right. not everything works. All right. Out. All right. Well, let's I'm move on to, that's okay. Talk. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. We just try to keep it, try to keep it to iOS if we can. But yeah, unfortunately, I don't, I don't have the answer for that. All right. Is there a new question? This is Karen. Hi, Karen. Go ahead. Yeah, I have that problem too. They were talking about the um, hanging up, but I have a similar problem where okay. the back tap, the three finger back tap, I mean, three finger, the triple, one finger triple tap on the back tap works great. So one finger double tap. When I was on the phone with Apple trying to figure out why it just wasn't working with any command, actually, what it was doing was disconnecting calls. And it will also answer a call. Hmm. So. And we couldn't seem to fix it. If we couldn't set it to any other command, it wouldn't do anything else. And the only thing it will do is to disconnect calls. So you said so, the one finger double tap, back tap? Mm-hmm. Is what you're having yep. trouble with? Okay. Yep. It, it, we can't, I can't set it to anything. I wanted to set it to app switcher or something. And, and uh, even when it's set to nothing, it will still disconnect the call because and I was on the phone with Apple, like they got disconnected like five times. And because he was like, okay, I'll go ahead and practice, you know, like do the one finger double tap on the back, see what happens. Mm -hmm. It disconnected the call and it kept doing it. So when he called back like the fifth time, I said, well, let me see if the one finger double tap will, you know, open the call. And it did. This is Chanel. Go ahead, Chanel. <laughs> the only thing I can think of is, um, are you going actually into voiceover and then commands um, to change the back tap? Because um, you can't, if you change it just in the regular accessibility area, that won't um, help with any voiceover commands. Um, I didn't quite I catch what you... What? Well, I, I am going to voiceover. I don't remember the word commands, but I am, I'm doing it where I'm doing the triple tap. No, I meant to set it up, to set it up. I don't know if I'm going to command, but wherever I did the one finger triple tap, wherever that area is, I was in the same area because of triple tap does work. Right. I just I meant, okay. I'm going to command. Yeah. Open accessibility settings. Because there's two, there's two parts in accessibility settings where you can adjust back tap. And one is specifically okay. for voiceover. voiceover on button. Okay, Sonia. I know I'm going to voiceover. I'm not, I, know I'm going to, I don't know if I'm going to command. Oh, sorry. 
Oh, were you trying? I thought you were going to do it for us, Sandy. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry. Yes, I didn't mean. I, I'm so sorry. Yes. Okay. So, uh, apologize. Okay. Am so you're in accessibility settings, and then you go to voiceover, and what Chanel is saying is, here we go. Voiceover speaks items on the screen. Speaking rate. Speak. Brett. Voiceover. Verbosity. Audio. Button. Commands. Button. So that's where we are. We're under. So that's where you have to go. This is where you define what that double, the two fingered, whatever, <laughs> double tap, back tap gesture. What this is where you would define it. So where you, I think what Chanel is asking is you have to start here to tell it what the double, the back tap gesture is going to do. Right. right Chanel, is that what you were saying, hopefully? So the yes. And there's button. another place in accessibility settings to do that, but that's not voiceover specific. So you have to go to the, you know, what Sonia was talking about in order to, you know, to have the back tap um, work for voiceover commands. Okay. I didn't, yeah, I went to one place. I didn't go to two different places. I'll try. I don't remember going to commands. I don't remember that. So I'll try that. Voiceover, setting voiceover and commands, right? Right. Okay. I'll try that. Okay. Thanks. And, and, and then you have to look oh. for just, oh, sorry. Go ahead, Chanel. And then, then you do, once you're in the commands, you have to look for gestures. And then back tap will be, you know, a ways down on the page, but you can navigate by mm -hmm. heading and then you'll find it. And then you can assign those actions. Okay. I think Sandia did a demo of this a couple of weeks ago. Um, so I've yeah, I, I did it, search. but it's just okay. uh, working properly. Yeah. Cause the three, the triple tap is working fine. Wherever I the, that up, the triple tap is working beautifully. It's just the mm -hmm. double tap is it's not acting right and you're just doing it with one finger correct yep okay well, all right yeah it's the one finger double tap back tap <laughs> something like that okay uh keith yep. go ahead i was just going to encourage everybody and this is not just this case but anytime that anybody has a uh, issue with a gesture that's not working just right just uh kind of a, a good tip is to go to uh voiceover settings and go to the practice area and perform that uh, gesture in the practice area and let the uh, voiceover give you feedback and just make sure that the uh, iPhone is registering uh, that tap or that gesture correctly. And uh, you, you might have to make some adjustments uh, from there. So, um, you know, that's just, that's what I do if something's not working right. If I reset the phone and then it's still not working right, go to the practice area. That's a great point. Because, um, yeah, that's something we may not think about. Okay, uh, we've got some squeaking noises going on. So if you are not muted, please go on. David? Okay, I just muted everybody. Okay, go ahead, David. Um, well, I set up my back tap through the touch area of accessibility. Right, it, it, the, the, you have to go through gestures and I mean, you have to start with commands and then you go to touch no. gestures. Huh? No, I didn't. No? Under yeah. accessibility, oh. you go under touch, you double tap on touch. Oh, And then there's okay. back tabs on there and it has, now it has accessibility shortcuts, but it's just basic stuff like turn on voiceover, turn off voiceover, turn on oh, zoom, yeah. turn on invert. So it's um, where, 
and you can do all the other kinds of things. Like I have mine set to do my app switcher and the other one to do uh, uh, turn on the Zoom feature. Because sometimes I this use is... that. Okay. Go ahead, yeah, this is Chanel. No, so I set it, you know, for very voiceover specific. So, my, yeah, you can set it there in touch, and that's what I was talking about. But maybe it would be she might have an easier time if she set it actually in the voiceover area, um, because you could actually. I mean, there's a number of settings there. I don't know if the app switcher is there, but that's the only area you're going to find, for example, Magic Tap. Um, yeah, but I, I, don't think, I don't think I don't think you want to do magic tap for your um, back tap because you just put your phone down the wrong way and it's going to do it. I mean, it, it, no, it's very actually, no, a lot, several people use that from um, the magic tap. And actually, I have a very hard time getting the gestures to even register. I've given up on it, um, hmm. <laughs> kind of. So it no, it, it's not that sensitive. Especially, you know, if you have to tap, if you have to tap one finger twice, um, you know, unless you set it down hard two times quickly in a row, it's not going to mess things up. Okay. And this is Stephen. Is that, are we talking about both with and without a case? Yes. Okay. Okay. All right. Anything else before we move on to another question? We have a couple of minutes before we get to the. Half yeah, this is this portion. this is Marty. Go ahead, Marty. Um, on this back tap, will that work if you have like a battery case on your phone, or is that too thick? Or can you or can you do the back tap like right up by the mm -hmm. camera, the front facing camera? Okay. Anybody have an idea about that? I believe it's, if I recall from, I, I haven't used the back tap myself, but I, as I recall, it is better to do it like up near the back camera, like on the upper right-hand side. Okay. I believe that's that the is only part. That's yeah. the only part of the phone that like, cause the battery case is pretty thick. Right. I didn't think it would work if you did it on the battery case. I, I want to say it's up near where your camera is on the, uh, the yeah. back facing camera, I believe is the best place sense. to tap, uh, back tap. Okay, thanks. Sandy, go ahead. Sandy and then Chanel. I'm going to follow up for what David and Chanel were saying. So that other place where uh, about the touch uh, that y'all were talking about. So I was trying to find where that is. So settings accessibility features help you custom so you're in settings accessibility features help vision heading so this is like uh, there's vision voiceover voiceover so before so this is on the same level as where you would choose voiceover you keep going down zoom op, magnifier display and motion spoken audio description physical touch button there so that's where i believe what david is talking about so that's the other place that you could set this so i just wanted to show where that was so thank you okay very good chanel go ahead okay Actually, so I actually set my, a, you know, one finger triple back tap to be the magic tap. So it's even less likely to have problems. And I have a harder time getting that one to work. Mm -hmm. And I actually set my one finger double back tap to bring up the notification center. And I'm sure you can probably do it in that touch gesture um, 
area that di- I'm just more comfortable setting it up in voiceover because that's what I use. I know voiceover gestures. I know. So that that's, I mean, that's just me personally, but it's a great idea to try setting it up maybe in both ways and see if either one of them fixes the problem. Um, but yeah, my magic tap is a three finger single tap. So there's no way I'm going to inadvertently yeah. do anything. It would be pretty hard for sure. All right. Any other comments about this particular question? Wow. My time has flown by. It's already the halfway point. So Sandhya, are you ready? I'm ready. Thank you, Stephen. Okay. So here we go. Uh, We are going to have a chance for anybody who didn't get to say hello the first time around. Uh, Please just say who you are and where you're from, please. This is Scott from Arizona. Okay, welcome, Herbie and Scott. Okay, who else do we have? This is Brad in Dallas. Brad, welcome. Linda from Mexico. Linda and Beth and Jake, welcome, y'all. Thank you. Kelsey from Ohio. Kelsey, hi. Hi. Kathy from Tulsa. Kathy from Tulsa, welcome. Anybody else? All right. Okay. So real quick recap. Uh, Just for this week, uh, we have Android Insight for anybody with uh, Android issues. And that's 7 o'clock to 8 o'clock on the same Zoom conference line. And that also applies to anybody with Alexa devices. I don't want to say it too loudly because we'll start triggering everybody's (laughs) devices. But um, that does operate on the same kind of platform. So uh, Miss Ava Karuth will be hosting that call. And uh, definitely encourage you to, to check us out on Monday, uh, Wednesday night, 7 to 8 Central Time. Then on, well, then we'll come back to Friday. So Saturday, we have the Apple Workshop will be 2 to 4 on this conference call. And uh, please join us then. We'll be having some news and some demos and all that good stuff. So please check us out. And then Friday night is our iBug night at the virtual movies and goodness knows, wonder what movie we're gonna have. Uh, Mr. iBug guy, are you gonna give us some clues? Sure, I'll be happy to give some clues <laughs> to what our movie is this week. Are they better than last week's clues? <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. Oh, God. But okay. just to re- re- remind everybody, uh, the movie Friday uh, starts at 8 p.m. Central. You can come in early for our pre-movie social starting at 7.30 p.m. And we'd like for people to stick around if they'd like after the movie to uh, for a short discussion of the movie. So, and again, if you uh, want to try to guess the title of the movie, please wait, say your name and wait to be recognized uh, before taking a guess. So the first clue is a memorable, a memorable quote from the movie is, I don't think any word can explain a man's life. I don't think any word can explain a man's life. Well, that's okay. Deep. Sounds a lot of silence with that. <laughs> Crickets. <laughs> Go for another clue. <laughs> Key part of that was word. <clears throat> any word. Okay. <clears throat> Can't speak. Yeah. Uh, 
it's been said of this that this is more than just a great movie. It's a gathering of all the lessons of the emerging era of sound. Okay, more crickets. Keep going. <laughs> the emerging era of sound. Okay, sound. there's no sound coming up here, guys. <laughs> sound came sound came into the movies at some point. Okay. <laughs> so silent film? Music? What, right. somebody's saying something. Who's that, your name? It wasn't. I would never speak without saying my name first. Oh, sorry. Okay, you're good. You're well-trained. Okay, next. Keep going, Mr. McCulloch. All right. Uh, during the film, we see a group of reporters trying to decipher the last word spoken by a millionaire tycoon. Uh, this is Freddie. Freddie, go ahead. Is it is it yesterday? Uh, no, not yesterday. This is okay, Brad. Go ahead, Brad. Citizen Kane. Citizen Kane. Yes. <laughs> oh. It all made sense when he gave the third clue. Rosebud. Yeah. That was my going to be my last clue. Last. The dying word was rosebud. Okay. Hey, don't give it away. I didn't say anything more than that's the last it happens word. at the beginning of the movie. He's not giving anything away. Oh, yeah, right. It's at the beginning of the movie. They have, you don't figure out what rosebud is until the end. Okay. Yeah. Don't tell anybody. All right. Yeah. So, so we're ready for yeah, his join prize? us for this award-winning movie this coming Friday evening. Okay. For Brad, what's our prize, Johnny? The prize Johnny? is... Two tickets to the World Series. Wow. And it's in Texas, awesome. so you don't have to go very far. It's in Just Arlington. It's right down the road yeah. from him. Aren't you impressed that, that I know where it is, guys? And <laughs> well, that, that's a whole separate issue, and yes. <laughs> this is Herbie. It's in Good Amazing. Life or something Good Life Field. I don't know, something. Gold Life. Globe this is Herbie. Life. Globe Life. Yes, go ahead, Herbie. I'm impressed that you even know the term World Series. And actually, actually, hold it. You've actually, all you've indicated is you know the term, but what exactly is the World Series? And for bonus points, who's in it? I have no idea. I know that the Astros are not in it. Okay, that's, that's all I know. The Rays are there. Baseball and it's Tampa Bay Rays in the American League versus the Los Angeles Dodgers in the National League. All right. So now there you we can go. impress your friends. So. All right. I have no friends. Okay, keep going. Next. Okay, we are done with announcements in the movie. surrounded by them here. Oh, uh, yeah. I know. I pay you guys. Okay, so now, thank you for all the entertainment. Thank you, Mr. McCulloch, for those lovely clues. <clears throat> Not. Okay, next. Who has the next question? Somebody new that didn't have a chance through the first time, first part of the call? Marty. Marty. Uh, yes, go ahead. Um, I was wondering if anyone in the group has and uses AOL mail on their phone. Um, I've been getting messages from AOL that I have to update the way I interface AOL because it said, you know, they want to get away from people using old 30, you know, old third party um, apps. And I use the iPhone mail to get into my AOL account. So they had three options. 
and one option was either go go on the web and access your AOL mail that way. The second option was to use one of their apps. I think they have an, an iOS app. And the third option was to go into AOL and create like they would generate a password that you would put in the app that you currently use, like the mail app. Okay. And if you if you put that generated password in there, then you could continue to use the old mail app that I'm using. So that's what I did. All I'm right. just wondering if anyone else has AOL mail and what they did. All right. Anybody using AOL mail to compare with Marty? This is Brad. Brad. I don't use AOL, but I do use uh, AT&T, Yahoo, and uh, uh, they're doing the same thing where you have to create a passcode for your mail to work with certain apps. With uh, AT&T, Yahoo, because it's Yahoo, and when you create an account in the uh, Apple Mail app on your iOS or other Apple devices, uh, they are considered secure apps, so you don't have to do it. Microsoft Outlook on a desktop, you have to do it. For some reason, that was not considered secure. It's what they call open authentication. And uh, I'm not sure if when you go down that list of, of available, you know, when you go to create new account in the iOS mail app, if uh, AOL is listed in there or not. I don't have AOL, so I've never paid attention. Okay. Well, I, I think you have to do it with existing accounts, and then and then it says if, if an existing account, you, correct? Yeah, for some reason, if you log out, as long as you're logged in, you're fine. I guess if you log correct. out for some correct. reason, if you log out and log have, back in, same thing with the ATT Yahoo. You have to do it over uh, again. Is that uh, the whole? Hang on, one at a time. If you, okay, go ahead. If you, if you, if you, if you, if I were to like, I recently changed my password for whatever reason from mine. So I had no problem changing it on my Apple devices, my, my Mac or my iOS, but on my Windows computer that uses Outlook, I had to go create a secure mail key. Then it still wouldn't take it. I had to completely delete the account and recreate it and enter it that way. It was a real pain. Okay. But I believe it should be if for some reason you sign out or change your password or whatever, you must use the secure mail key. Um, it's new security things that, that they've implemented. And it sounds like AOL's done something similar. Now, right. they mentioned something about using their app. Um, again, they'll consider their app a secure, a secure, um, you know, mail client, but uh and like I said, I would go back through creating a new account on your iOS and see if AOL is on that list. I've never looked. I don't have AOL, so I never paid attention. I got right. Gmail. I got Yahoo. I got Microsoft Exchange, but I've never had AOL. So it may be on the list. I just didn't catch it. But okay, thanks. that's what they want. All right. Thank you, Brad. Marty. Okay. Who's next? Next question. Somebody this is Billy. Go ahead, Billy. Uh, I know I should know this already, but I have not used. Um... Hang on, Billy. Yeah, I'm get, I'll get it, Sonia. All right, go ahead, Billy. You got to unmute yourself. Remember, guys, everybody stay on mute if you're not speaking. Okay, go ahead, Billy. Come back. 
Yeah, okay, is that better? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Um, I know I should know this, but I kind of forgot how to do it. Can somebody out there tell me uh, how to make schedule an appointment in in um, in calendar using uh, voice commands? And it's a simple question. I know I should know it. No, it's okay. Um, uh, does anybody want to, I can quickly do it. I mean, it's, I can quickly just demo it for you real quick. Uh, I'm going to turn on my speech, speech here. On. So all I would say, I mean, so like, okay, say, okay. Schedule appointment tomorrow at 10 a.m. Your appointment is scheduled for tomorrow from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Is that going to cut it? And then you can add more details, Billy. You can go back and say, you know, uh, name the people in them. You know, you can you can change the name of it. You can say invite, like you can, I can invite you and Eva to a meeting. You know, I could say schedule an appointment tomorrow or have a meeting. So there's different things that you can do. So it depends on what you're trying to do. Okay. Can I extend? Uh, yeah, can go I ahead. I'm sorry. Can I extend the time as well? I know it gave you by default uh, one hour, but yeah. Yeah. And then so you can do it. So let's see if I can. Let me see if I can tell her that I know that once you kind of get the basics in there, then you could possibly go into the calendar app and edit it that way. It's not the best thing, but let's see if she'll do it this way. Let's see. Schedule appointment tomorrow from 10 o'clock to 12 o'clock an appointment that overlaps with this should i schedule your appointment tomorrow from 10 a.m to 12 p.m anyway yes i scheduled your appointment for tomorrow from 10 a.m to 12 p.m all right so you can do that billy i didn't know that either so you learn something new all the time this is keith <laughs> okay go ahead keith i was gonna say the cool thing about using siri with the calendar once you set the appointment there's a link right there on the siri screen that you can tap in, it will take you right into uh, that day of the calendar and you can edit your, and get to that event really quick to where you can edit it to uh, add alerts or whatever you want to do. But uh, if you swipe on the screen right there, there's a, a button, you can just double tap that and it'll take you right to it. All right, thanks Keith. Okay, um, started a, um... A job with more responsibilities. That's why oh. I need to be reminded. Goodness, Billy's getting responsible. All right, great. Good deal. <laughs> Billy, well, I hope this will help you. Thank you. All right. Good deal. Okay, who's next? Somebody new has a question? Somebody that hasn't had a turn? Who has a question? I think I saw. This is Eva. Go ahead, Eva. All right. Uh, I have a feeling somebody or y'all might have covered this before, but I may have slept since then. So is what? there an easy way to make ringtones? An easy way <laughs> to make ringtones. I know one person on here that knows This is Herbie. That. Go ahead, Herbie. The answer is um, that really depends on your level of skill. And because, you know, for me, it actually is rather relatively easy because I can use Studio Recorder make a 30 second or whatever long file 
save it and then convert it to M4A and rename it as M4R. So for me, that's easy. But you're probably sitting there going, what did he say? I know that's what I was like. And then you cut off. What, 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 like, hold oh, no. on. But Herbie, you're not doing your, can you do this on the iPhone? I think is the question. Can well, that's where that? it gets, well, that's gets into the another part is I want to say that I've heard it can be done either with GarageBand or there are some ringtone makers. Um, but I don't know if I've actually heard if they are actually accessible or not. Yes. That's, that's so what I've I was never, this so is I've never done it on the phone. All right, thanks, Harvey. Um, Chanel, go ahead. Yes, I think too that last winter, I think Jonathan Mosen and his podcast, Mosen at Large, talked about apps to make ringtones, or maybe it was just something to transfer them. But mm. um, you could also, I mean, you don't have to get something as complicated as, you know, studio recorder that Herbie's talking about. Um, if you, I know I don't know exactly how to do it, but you could use programs um, like Audacity on the Mac, or there's even Goldwave now for the phone. They're, they've they've come out there's or there's a number of audio things for the phone that you could actually use. Um, you know, you just be kind of cutting the chunk out of a song. So I would encourage you to look at Apple this because I know they've done several. Um, guides on audio editors or audio recorders or whatever it's not something I do but I know people that talk about it okay I mean usually I just buy them but but the songs I want to use right now are not on iTunes so I mean they're not on as ringtones so okay well you know we I, I know I've checked them out a long time ago I bought I bought some and the ringtone I have a whole file of ringtone makers and none of them <laughs> are very accessible but I wonder if there are any improvements but yeah I, I I'm interested too so if you end up following up on that Eva please let us know because okay I, I know I Kenny, I, Kenny did it a long time ago I know he was able to create ringtones so um, we'll have to see if that's still possible but thank you good okay. question okay all right who's next new question somebody new linda who's that yeah go ahead linda linda yes ma'am i'm just a facebook question uh it's not um, nine o'clock sorry <laughs> <laughs> okay go ahead um i know you can make a folder on facebook where you can put like different pictures Ooh. is there any way to add post to a folder do you mean like an album like folder album right? yeah an album i'm sorry yes okay so how to edit so you want to put posts over each picture or something or just a post that was made without a picture you know just a post oh okay anybody facebook peeps anybody know how to do that how to add a post so like you, oh, well, wait, so you've got a post and you've got an album and you wanted to stick it in there? That's what Right. You Is there a way, does it have to have a photo with it? No, um, I think, well, I, I know that, you know, like we, iBug has like, uh, when we used to like be for real, like <laughs> going to do things in person. Hang on one second. And then I could just share a post to an album. I could, okay. I can't remember how I did it. Now go ahead, Shelby, we want to elaborate on that. So basically what you do is you 
um, edit your post and then you can hit go to the uh, swipe the options. Um, you could say add, uh, I'm under, I wonder if there's like an add to album or create uh, or, or um, move post to album or something like that. Yes. That I haven't right. really practiced with that. No, yeah, that, that, that sounds a, exactly yeah. right. That sounds exactly right. It's add post okay. to album. That's okay. what it is. So it's there because yeah. I, I used to add posts like when we did different events. So I'd put them in our album, our iBug album. So I hope okay, that great. Helps. Okay. Thank you. All right. You're welcome. All right. Who's next? New question. New question. Anybody? Somebody do? This is Roy. Roy, go ahead. Who's that after Roy? Uh, Okay, go ahead, Roy. Okay. Yeah, Kathy, we'll come back to you, girl. Okay, go ahead. My question's about Twitterific. Okay. I I used to use it, and then I started muting people because of all the negativity and realized I'd muted most everybody I was following and gave (laughs) up on Twitter for a couple of years. Now I went back in there, and I was going to put you guys in there, and I found the search where you'd type in iBug today, but it didn't find you. Am I doing something wrong? Do you use the search engine on the main page to search for a new identity? Okay. So, okay. This is Twitterific. So not yeah. the native Twitter app. Anybody have our use Twitterific? Or any recommendations on a different app that's more accessible would be fine. I think Twitterific was. We used to. I know that some of us use that. I had it. Again. Ahead, uh-huh. So, um, Roy, I would just use your Twitter app for iOS. That is the most accessible um, app, and you can just type in at iBug today. Um, that is the at sign, and then mm-hmm. iBug today, all one word. Um, right. I don't know about Twitterific. I've never heard of the app, but I would recommend you just using the Twitter app. It's much simpler and easy to navigate. Okay, good advice. I'll try that. Thanks. Thank you, Shelby and Roy. This is right. Jake. I have a question or comment. Okay, on that on that topic or something new? Yeah. Okay. Twitter. Go ahead. Uh, Twitter. Uh-huh. Um, I've used Twitterific in the past. I've, I use Twitterific, and it's accessible as well. Um, just so you know, and um, yeah, Michelle's right about putting the at sign in. If you do that on both apps, on any app that involves Twitter, you'll find people. So. So our iBug today should show up, you know, when you type it. So it didn't happen, Roy? What happened when you typed it in? It just didn't come up? No, it didn't it didn't show anything. It's like oh, okay. empty. Weird, because we know Herbie's out there tweeting all day and all night. So it better show up. So. This is Steven. Yes, sir. Yeah, I think it, it I think it has to be pretty specific that because I remember I was searching for someone one day and I forgot that they have an underscore. And I use Twitterific, by the way. I forgot they had an underscore in their Twitter handle. And I put in the name and it, it came up with nothing. So I think it has to be, I, I haven't used the Twitter app in a while, although I'm thinking about doing that. Oh. But at least with Twitterific, I think it has to be pretty precise in order to find who or what you're looking for. This is Chanel. Go ahead, Chanel. Yeah, so I know, for example, iBug, I kind of missed out on part of the question, but I know iBug today, for example, is all lowercase, one word. Um, All Twitter handles are one word. So I don't know if that was throwing you off or if I'm just totally 
off because I didn't hear part of the question. No, no, that's fine. But He's just searching and then he didn't find iBug the, today. In this is Stephen. Go ahead, Stephen. Well, I even just now, I even typed in iBug, I-B-U-G, all lowercase, and it wouldn't even come up with anything. So I, I think huh. it just has to be very specific. This I've gotten Steve. Twitter effect to work. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Sunil. Oh, I was just going to say, I've gotten Twitterific to do a search for iBug, maybe because I'm already following iBug, but that's how I, if I just want to read iBug tweets, that's how I do it, is I do a search for Twitterific, and I just put in a all lowercase at, you know, iBug today, one word, and it does find it. Well, see, I don't even do the at sign. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, you still, you have to do that. He didn't use the at sign. Yeah, I didn't even use the, I just tried, I just try I-B-U-G, because it, it should pull something up, but I think you do have to put the at sign and be very specific in there. Okay. It's Roy again. I'm pretty sure I typed it incorrectly, but I will give it another shot. Maybe right. I mis- made a mistake. That's okay. This Thank you. Uh, go ahead, Keith. I was just going to say, uh, you definitely have to be pretty uh, specific and spell everything right. You can get away with uh, names sometimes, but what I do, if something doesn't come up, uh, I know in the native app, there are certain filters and you can tap on latest or uh, uh, trending or or uh, one of them is people and one of them is, is uh, uh, oh, I'm going blank now, post for lack of a better word, but it will actually bring up tweets that may have that uh, bug or whatever you're looking for. In it. And I, I sometimes have success with that using that around the way of uh of uh searching for something that it doesn't have to be as specific but if you're looking for a a specific handle more than likely you're going to have to know how it's spelled all right thank you keith right thank who's next new question somebody that hasn't had a turn kathy Go ahead, Kathy. So I'm still getting used to my new phone. Uh-huh. It's at um, 11. And sometimes when I, um, well, I kind of have two questions. Sometimes when I touch the screen, I may be going a little bit crooked and it thinks I'm um, doing a, a rotor gesture, which is kind of weird to me because it was always difficult to get the rotor gesture. But my finger will... I'm assuming it'll be crooked and it'll make that rotor sound, you know, and I'll be in the rotor. Um, And I'm just wondering, the phone's a little longer. And when I, I kind of position it so my thumb is at the bottom, keeping my place, my fingers are reaching. And I'm wondering if anybody has any tips or suggestions or if my phone is maybe too sensitive and I need to, I'm afraid to change anything about sensitivity because I don't want to, you know, mess up anything. So, well, one thing occurred to me. So are you, you said you're keeping one thumb on the, on the screen at all time? Well, I kind of hold it in my left hand and then my right hand, I have my thumb at the bottom. Right. You know, because so, if you just put your hands above it from nowhere, it's kind of, I don't know. Okay. Well, does anybody have, I have a thought, but uh, let's open it up. I want to give anybody a chance for any tips for Kathy to help uh, uh, as far as her sensitivity and maneuvering around with her iPhone. Any thoughts? Okay. 
What is she trying to do? Uh, okay, we just say your name. Who's that? Uh, that? Uh, Simon. Simon. I think when yeah. she's just getting used to her phone and she's saying that she's accidentally triggering her rotor. Oh. So, do you have any thoughts? I, I, I'm wondering, Kathy, if by you having your thumb on the, on the screen, then maybe whenever another finger touches it, it is registering that as a rotor gesture because you're yeah. kind of like creating, maybe interpreting that as a rotor gesture. Well, my thumb isn't, isn't supposed to be on the screen. It's usually like below the phone. You know, okay, below of, the phone. Sometimes, okay. All right. As a matter of fact, that's kind of a problem too, because sometimes I'm covering up the speaker, you know, now that I have the two speakers. But, and the, my problem comes mostly at the top of the screen, like when I'm reaching for, I don't know, like if I'm going to the top of the screen to find some button or the home or I don't uh -huh, know what, uh -huh, uh -huh. and I'll just touch it kind of, and it'll make that rotor sound. And also sometimes it, you know how it wants to go into, um, notification mode if you swipe down from the top right and sometimes it does that when i don't want to you know i'm, I'm not trying to swipe from the top to the bottom but i just i don't know Settings. <laughs> the more i talk the worse it's the more confusing it's getting but well um i think i would possibly practice like what keith was saying a little bit ago about going to the I mean, it is, it's a matter of getting, because it is, you're right, a different, you know, the phone real estate or footprint is different. It's a lot longer than what you had. I forgot, what did you have prior to this? A six? I can't remember what you had before. But anyway, um, I, I, I would just think if you... Uh, uh, accidentally trigger the notification center. I mean, that happens occasionally. Are you saying this happens a lot or like over and over or? Uh-oh. Kathy, are you still there? Or maybe she got, I don't know what happened. Can anybody, are y'all yeah, there? I, oh, I oh, there you are. There okay, go ahead. See, I, I must have spazzed out. See what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> but like how often I mean is it happening all the time like you're triggering it or just every once in a while because we all trigger things inadvertently you know that's kind right. of yeah. yeah it's it's not I know it's a lot of it is getting Next, used to just the phone, upper but... level to 75 degrees although you gotta, gotta <laughs> open my okay I muted everybody so Sandia if you can Got to come back in. Come back Kathy. in. Yep. Kathy, okay. if you can come back in, we'll get you back there. All right. Am um, I back? Yeah, yeah you're there. You are. So any other thoughts for Liz, for Kathy? Yeah, it's not really an answer. I think your muscle memory will get better is all I can think okay. of. Steven, what do you think? Anything? Uh, yeah, that, that's probably it. Yeah. Can Just I Chris? ask another Just... question? Yes, go ahead real quick. Yep. Um, okay, I had a problem getting into Uber Eats or Uber. Um, it's I've had the app a long time, so I when, they, when I did the passcode, the original password, I it wasn't in iCloud. So anyway, I I um, couldn't remember it, and I got into 
Uber Eats. It knew my address and I told it I couldn't remember my password. So it emailed me and let me make a new one. And then I was in some screen where it asked for me to put my phone number in. And at some point, I guess I had to put in a four digit code, which I got. And then it said my my phone number wasn't correct or my email wasn't correct, which doesn't make any sense because, you know, it sent me my message from the email and it knew my phone was my phone number. And I don't know how to troubleshoot because I, is there anybody that you call in places, you know, like Uber or um, they don't really have a contact number. Or can I go into settings somewhere and read my old uh, passwords? So let me understand the question is that you did have to reset a password or you did, I mean, it seems like it knows yeah. who you are, but what is the problem now? You can't so it's, access it's it saying, again? It was saying my, either my password or my, I mean, either my email or my phone number are incorrect. And you've already tried resetting it. Yeah. And it didn't work. Well, this is Herbie. When you signed into Uber, did you, were you telling it you wanted to sign up or were you signing in? I was signing in. So, and then if I understand too, like, so the first time, like, like in the first, like when you used Uber before, like you were using iCloud and now you are not. I know. I don't think I ever was. That's what I mean. I, I, I don't think that password ever was on iCloud because I got on Uber before iCloud. But um, another... but I, want, I want to say there is a cont, you know, if there's nothing listed on the phone, there probably is listed on their website, how to actually mm -hmm. contact them. Okay. But cause you no, know, it sounds like it's confused for some reason. Like, you know, it's, because if you're signing, that's what I was at, you know, because like if you're signing in and it recognizes that you have an email address and it sends you the password thing and then you reset it and then it's confirming with your phone number and then it's not liking it. Yeah, that's a weird Uber issue that. <laughs> and the irony is I, I got billed for my Uber pass on Saturday. It took $9 for my account. So it still knows. It still knows my credit card number and my, well, I mean, I guess it, I don't know, but I'll, I'll look on the website. That's a good idea. Okay. Thank you. Okay. I think we had a question from Chris. Was that Chris? Yeah. I thought I heard her right before Kathy asked her second question. Yeah. Is it Chris? Yes. Go ahead, Chris. I was just going to say, Kathy, you might want to, as far as your gestures, maybe you can go in and just reassign that rotor action to a different gesture. It might be easier for you. Oh. Okay. Yeah. If you want to, if your issue is if you're trying to, I think she's inadvertently triggering the rotor gesture. Right. So right. if she reassigns it, then will it, then it will only do it if she does that other gesture, right? Okay. Right. Ah, clever. Clever, clever. Well, there you but go. But I do have a question, too. <laughs> okay, go for it, Ms. Chris. Quick question. 
this is a YouTube question, so um, maybe Herbie. I've noticed with YouTube that if you do a playlist that um, a while ago it starts, it'll when you just go through your playlist and start at the beginning and then it goes down this down your playlist, it'll come back after I don't know a few minutes and say, "Are you still listening? Are you are we still watching? Anybody there? Hello!" And it's really annoying me. Okay, tell and me how I'm you old. really feel. Okay, <laughs> it's it's lovely, it's delightful. So my question is for, and of course this is just regular YouTube with the commercials because I'm too cheap to get the premium. So for because I use this for music because I'm too cheap to buy the music app stuff. So so my question is, if you buy the premium YouTube, does it still do that even if you buy the the premium YouTube for a playlist? So. I know Herbie has a premium thing. Chris, or, okay. right. Her, Herbie, are you out there? Yeah, this is Herbie. You know, it's been a while since I've actually listened to an actual playlist, and now you've got me curious. Um, but I want to say that it does do that still. But, okay. you know, I will actually have to double check. So okay. I will do that this week. Thank you, Herbie. All right. So not what you want to hear. Go ahead, Brad. Thank you, Herbie. My SiriusXM does that. It's like they, if you let it run for too long, they want to make sure you're there. They just want you, they don't want you starting up a stream and walking off and letting it run 24 uh, seven. They want to knock on your door every now and then. Hey, are you still there? If not, they're going to. A couple of minutes. I, though, I so. know. Well, what's it to them? You know? Yeah. As <laughs> you're doing it after a couple of minutes. Okay. I didn't know you said a couple of minutes. Yeah. A couple of minutes. A, right. That's yeah, no, like that's two, three good. songs. It's two, like two, three, three songs or something. Oh, no, and that's bad. I don't know. Yeah. yeah, well, if I'm on the treadmill, I'm like, I don't want to stop and have to go and find, you know, so anyway. Yeah, no, no, mine That's goes the hours before Getting on the treadmill that. is the problem. Okay, all right. Well, I'll just have to, I'll just have to yeah, stop going on the treadmill. Stop going okay. on the treadmill. That problem will solve solved. your problem next. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> Thanks. All right, we'll figure <laughs> that out. Okay, Karen, go ahead. Yes, I don't know if anybody's having a problem after the most recent iOS update with their speech freezing up for a little bit on their screen it just freezes up there's no speech like the phone is like just frozen and tapping and swiping will not get you out of it you have to push something and when is this happening i'm sorry i missed when it's at random 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 and you have the se2 right you have to press the power button like first that you you know and then it'd come right out of it kind of snap out of it but it's and i heard somebody else say they had the problem on on another call I was wondering okay. if a lot of people had that problem. This and is you have Marty. the SE too, right? Right? The SE? Yep. It's, okay. it's almost as like you took the voiceover off. It's almost as if the voiceover was off, but it's not off. It's not off. Okay, Brad? Mm-mm. Or I thought, who said something? This is Marty. Oh, Marty. Sorry. Go ahead, Marty. Yeah, I I only have that problem, and, and I maybe it's because I have an iPhone 8. When I go into Safari, which is usually a link from an email, and mm-hmm. when it goes into Safari, I have to wait about a minute and I don't do anything, but eventually whatever is on that, what, that web page eventually comes up on the screen. And I just okay. figured it's just a slow processing because I have an older phone, you know, considering. So okay. that, that no, could... I have a brand new phone. Yeah, because I haven't after the update. It's happened after the update. Okay. 
Mm-hmm. Well, hopefully, I don't know. I can say it's hopefully there's like a new one coming out, right? Fourteen point two will be out eventually. So I don't, I don't know. Is this? So I wonder if it's a known bug. Sometimes, I don't know if you visit Apple. Billy, go ahead, Billy. Uh, it happens to me too, and I have a ten R. But what I do, what I do is I I press the side button and ask Siri to turn off voiceover, and then wait a couple of minutes and then i press the side button again and say turn on voiceover and that usually fixes the problem that's what i okay yeah. i don't have that much patience i can fix mine a little faster i just press the power button and i just that works yeah i'll have a couple of minutes thank you karen thanks billy mm -hmm. all right I heard Brad in there, did I? Brad? Yeah. I was going to say, I, I've had a similar situation. Mine happens with dictation. And that's what I do is, like Billy said, I cycle voiceover off and on. I just tell Siri, turn it off, wait a few seconds, and, you know, turn it back on, and that clears the issue. But I have been noticing some funny stuff since iOS 14, which is usual for a new iOS. Okay, hopefully it'll fix itself hopefully soon. it'll go away yes. after hope, a few hope. updates maybe next week when 14.2 <laughs> comes out yes I, I i do we know when that's supposed to come out you said next week really or is that a guess uh no actually um i read they accidentally released it last week oh, and okay. they meant to release the they released it after the uh uh event on tuesday oh um and they quickly pulled it it was the gold master and Ooh. somebody messed up and released it on the public channel. And after about an hour, they pulled it. And then I read later in the day, they released the Gold Master. And it was assumed that it was being released in advance of the new phones that are going to come out um, Friday. So I said next week, it may be this week, because okay. they'll probably yeah, supposed to come put out. it out in time. Because they assumed that maybe that's what's on the new phones. I'm not sure, but oh. that's what I read. All so right. We'll, well, thanks for sharing. All right. Okay. Who's next? Somebody else that didn't have a chance? This is your moment. Elsie? Elsie, go ahead. I'm having a weird problem with my iPad. I, I didn't put the iOS 14 on my iPhone yet, only my iPad. And the issue I'm having is when i go to the um to send a text from my ipad the um the field where you type in your message is gone all i see is the keyboard there's like nowhere there's nothing that says text field so i can't even so i can't even send a message from my ipad right now if i wanted to Wow. So anybody have any experience with iOS 14 on your iPad sending a text message? No text field. What happens? Can you dictate a message? Can you tell Siri no. to do it? She won't do it even with Siri? Well, I, I don't know. I haven't tried. I haven't tried Siri, but the the actual text field, you know, where you like mm -hmm. type in your right. message that yeah. is completely gone. What happens if you start typing? What does it say? Like, where does it go? Uh, 
I, I, I'm kind of afraid to because I don't know. Because I would want to know. I mean, it must be somewhere. Like, where is the? Where is it going? Like, what? Because I would swipe. Or, I mean, I, I'm assuming you've already swiped around and tried to figure it out. So I, I have, and yeah. like all I can, all I can find is the, you know, like the message conversation that I'm in. And then it just, it takes me right to the keyboard. There's no... This is Chris. Go ahead, Chris. Hi. Do you know if it's there without voiceover on? I would have no way of knowing that. Yeah, because we have some iPads here, and I haven't heard anybody having a problem over here with iOS 14. Um, and I noticed on, I think it was, I think it was the the voice stream bookshare app that the search bar would just disappear when I go through one page of it after they had did an update to it. And I was getting very frustrated with not being able to find the search bar right above the popular and the latest listings. But when I turned voiceover off and turned it and I gave it to somebody else, they're like, Oh, it's here and I can do it. But voiceover just doesn't recognize or see it. Yeah. That's what I was wondering. So that might be something I have to report to Apple. Probably another thing. And you already report something today. Yeah. Uh, No, I, I, I didn't report anything today. I reported the um, I reported the, the phone keypad oh, yeah, bug yeah. last week. That, this is Steven. Yeah. Okay, Steven. So is this something that's happening regularly, Kelsey, or is it just like this is the first time that you've noticed it or how, oh, how frequently ever is since it? I ever since I installed iOS 14 on my iPad, I seriously regret it now. Have you backed out of the app and then come back in and look yep, for it? Yep, that doesn't work. That doesn't work either? Now, no, is, so. is, is the edit field not there or is the, you know, how you're swiping and it says, you know, message, iMessage text field, but there's, but it, it isn't double tap to edit. Even that's not there. I mean, it's just no. totally gone. Yep. It's just that, that huh. field is non-existent. Wow. That is weird. Well, but your keyboard I, is still I, there. The keyboard's there, but there's no, no text I would, field. I would, I mean, I would just. Do what uh, is the send button there or is it gone too? It's gone. I would just do what Sanjay suggests. I would just try to type a key and just see if it does anything or yeah. if it. Yeah, I don't know. And I then, mean, and then is... look for it and see if it's there. Yeah, this is bizarre. That's what I would suggest. I mean, well, okay, this, this iPad is problem. So maybe it's just. What version iPad do you have? Uh, six gen. Okay. Well, I've had trouble with this thing ever since 13, so. Okay, go ahead, Herbie. Um, you know, um, one one other thing I might try then on the iPad, just because it's the iPad, if if that their suggestion doesn't work about just typing something, you know, I know some things you could really, you really rely on the containers rotor for, so I might look to see if, like, there's a separate container with the uh, text field, so. That's at least what I would try if I was using an iPad. So, uh, okay, thank you. And then the other thing, Kelsey, is like maybe instead of swiping from the top, maybe go start at the keyboard and then start swiping left and see if you come across the text field that I've way. I've tried that. Tried that. Okay. Yep. All right. Well, that is all I can think of and we can think of. So uh, I know this is <laughs> always something, Kelsey. All right. Well, it, it's always something with this darn iPad. Yeah, I'm telling you. 
I'm telling you. Okay. I think I just have to upgrade it. There's no yeah, other way. I think so. I think you've had a lot of issues. Yeah. I think so too. I think I just need to upgrade it. All right. Well, there's some cool ones out there. So let us know. Okay. Thank you, Kelsey. Okay. okay. Who's, Who's next? next? Getting a little bit of an echo. This is Billy again. Yeah. Go ahead, Billy. Uh, can we ask uh, equipment questions on this? Um, yeah. Yeah. With regard to your iPhone or accessories? Yeah. Uh, accessory. Um, 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 I wanted to know uh, if there was a decent or good um, um, uh, headset for when you're having Zoom meetings. Uh, okay. I, I like the ones with the boom in front that go the the mouthpiece. Oh. Anybody? This is this is Marty. Go ahead, Marty. Um, Billy, if you and, and and they're not that expensive, they're like eighty or seventy or um, if you go on well Amazon, but the Plantronics Voyager line of headsets, any of them, the the Legend, the Edge, the thirty two hundred or the fifty two hundred, they're good headsets. Um, they this have is a Herbie. Boom, they have a microphone. Uh, in fact, I'm talking on one now. Um, you sound and people real have good. told me it's really clear. Yeah, you sound very clear. Go ahead, Herbie. Um, so are you talking about Billy for the computer or for the phone? Audio well, now. I heard there was uh there was some for for either or. I guess it's a connection that uh that you can attach to to use it for your computer for the USB port, and then like your iPad for just the uh the uh you know that goes in the headphone piece yeah okay so depending on which model ipad you have first of all then you'll need a if it's you're connecting to an ipad it'll either have the lightning connector or a usb-c connector so that'll depend if you're going to go with a usb headset you'll need the right type of adapter depending on which device and um you know also the sennheiser ones are really good i think chanel found them on amazon for like 50 dollars or whatever but honestly for the iphone truthfully the standard apple ear pods are really good for mm -hmm. zoom okay yes this, so is chanel? this is marty i was i was, oh, I was marty. hang on hang on marty. okay go sure. ahead chanel and then marty. Yes, I will say it's called Sennheiser, actually, S-E-N-N, -N, and it's the Sennheiser Culture 60. I am not using it now, but I do wear it with my Mac or when I'm on Mac and Windows, and it is a good headset. But otherwise, I agree. The Apple standard ear pods, no, they are not including them in new iPhone purchases, but you can still buy them. They do work great as a headset, and I should probably be using that, but <laughs> I am not so. All right, thank you, Chanel. Marty, go ahead. Yeah, Billy, I, I didn't qualify when I was saying that. Well, I'm, the headsets I was talking about are Bluetooth, and I don't know if they ever used Bluetooth, but it's really oh, yeah. easy. You don't have to plug them in; you just pair them, and and they're excellent. And it, all these Plantronics, by the way, they're single ear headsets, mm -hmm. and you can also. If you, you don't have to wear like on the right or left ear, you can wear it on whatever ear you're comfortable with. You just switch um, the ear hook. 
It's, okay. it's well, real okay. easy. Yeah. This is Chanel. This is Brad. Hey, Chanel and Brad. Okay, the problem with Bluetooth, and it sounds like they work awesome for Marty, so maybe Mar- Marty's headset is an exception, but mm-hmm. there is always going to be an, a really bad voiceover lag. It depends, of course, on the Bluetooth technology in the headset. And also, um, yeah, I would just consider that. Also consider... For example, I cannot stand wearing heavy headsets. So the, even the Sennheiser, I get tired of wearing, but it's much, it's better than some of the big bulky ones that totally surround your ear. And I don't like that either. And that's why the AirPods can be, or not AirPods, EarPods can be great with the iPhone. Also, some Bluetooth headsets really do not sound well when you're talking on the iPhone, particularly in Zoom calls Mm -hmm. or any sort of audio conferencing. So those are some things to keep in mind. Thank you, Chanel. Brad, go ahead, Brad. I was going to say, I have the one that Marty's talking about, uh, Plantronic V5200, and uh, it's, it's light. You can just flip the little earpiece thing and wear it on either side of your head. Uh, and I was going to say, Marty, I have one, but I've never heard what I sound like when I'm on it. You sound fantastic. I would have had no idea that you're on that little Bluetooth really? earpiece. But I've used it. Um, I, you know, carry it in my bag. I've even used it on on my Mac before. And um, it, it works very well. And Chanel's right about Bluetooth lag, but I think this new Plantronics, V5200, I've had it about two years. It's got, I don't know what the technology in it, but yeah, it's much better than others I've had. Not much of a lag at all. This is Herbie. Go ahead. It's Marty. You sound good, Brad. All right. Go ahead, Herbie. I was going to say, Brad, I think, I was going to say, Brad, I think you've been on your Bluetooth headset before, but I was actually about to say you're definitely not on it now. And, oh, no, this is a studio professional mic. Yeah, your your voice quality is much better than no, this, you know, like when you This you're is your, a uh, audio your, technica mic. Though. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was gonna say you sound really bassy, so. Uh, yeah, um, thanks. Good. You to know, know. I mean, Bluetooth does distort the voice a little bit, and, and that is the downside. So depending on how picky you are about quality, obviously, but um, yeah, I was just gonna say that uh, whatever you're using now definitely even sounds much better, Brad. So that's all I was gonna say. Okay, and yeah, just to, I mean, those all are great options, but Billy, you may already have, like, you know, if you want to save money, and if you already have some earpods that came with the prior version of your headphone, of your, you know, iPhone or whatever, and then, uh, you know, it's, you know, just uh, depending on whether your phone still has the 3.5, you know, the right jack or whatever, um, the volume, I mean, the the mic is right there. You don't have to have anything in your face. And um, well, I do. I do on my Zoom, my Zoom meetings through on my iPad. Uh-huh, I like yeah. My phone free. Yeah. So you can still use your, you know, the same uh, earpods that Chanel was talking about can can apply to your your iPad as well. Okay. Sounds and good. It, it it will. And that will also, people will not hear your voiceover. Like, you know, I'm just letting you know that we can sometimes hear your voiceover. So if you have your headphones on, then that will not be an issue. This is Chanel. Go ahead, Herbie. I mean, Chanel. Actually, for the iPhone, so you, there are headphones with the lightning connector. Um, I assume you can still buy the other kind but the kind i'm talking about are the ear pods with a lightning connector not the 3.5 jack right yeah and then you can yeah right and even then even if it is has a lightning connector you can always get the little dongle and 
I don't know what kind of Air iPad you have, if it still has the other yeah. 3.5 jack or not. So. Yeah, it does. It does. Yeah. Well, then you can still, uh, you know, get the little dongle and use it that way. So. Okay, sounds good. Uh, Thank you. I'll research all those options. All right. Good deal, Billy. Thanks for the question. All like right. Who else? Somebody new hasn't had a chance? Anybody new? Or already had a chance? Any issues? Getting toward the end of our call. This is Steven. If, go ahead, Steven. I, unless somebody else has a question, I have one. Okay, go for it. I'm having a Siri issue. <laughs> Ever since 14, when I ask Siri for certain things like what I what I've typically done is ask her for a baseball score from last night or you know something that has occurred, and normally she would just give it to me right off the bat. Like if I wanted to know, right off the bat. The, yeah, right off the bat. Like if I want to know the Dodgers score yesterday, right off the bat, she would tell me. Baseball bat? Baseball bat, exactly. Oh, this is Herbie. Now she doesn't, like what she'll do is she'll try to take me to something she's found on the web and it may or may not have what I'm looking for instead of just spitting it out. Hmm, okay. Well, anybody have any thoughts, Herbie? This is Herbie. Herbie. Yeah. So this is not an issue unique to you, Stephen. Um, I've heard other people complaining about the very same thing. And so far, I've not heard of any uh, solutions. So it must be a bug then is what it sounds like. Because right. I was wondering that. Oh, Brad, I think Brad had. Oh, sorry, Brad. I, was say, I think it's a Siri server side error because I've been getting the same thing. I'll be, you know, watching game on TV. And of course, I can't see the score box. I'm just listening to it and I'll ask. <laughs> the score, and Siri comes back and tells me what time the game is. I'm like, I don't want to know what time the game is. I'm watching it. Yeah. <laughs> you know is. what time it's yeah. on. And it's been doing it now for well, at least a week or more. It consisted. It's it's something going on. It's, yeah. it's bad. This is Stephen. Yeah. dysfunction. It, it seems, I, I mean, I know they made some changes to the, I guess, the Siri and, and how she gets information, right? In that part of what the update was. Yeah, I think so. It's supposed yeah, to get better, not worse. Well, that's what I thought. It's like, well, whatever <laughs> changes they've made, they have uh, definitely made it worse instead of... Well, better. I think early on when uh, when iOS 14 started, we were all complaining about, you know, you'd say, call Brad. And then she's like, I'm working on it. I'm working on yeah. it. And then it never happened. Now she's not even working on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't even hear that anymore. It's well, I'm glad it's not... I Because I, I was just wondering, gosh, is it just, just me? You good uh, that's no it's not yeah. me it's her yeah it's her. <laughs> i like that yes it's from seinfeld okay. exactly uh ha ha is it it's not me yeah, it's, it's not kathy? me it's her kathy go ahead save me <laughs> the other thing it's doing is used to be able to say google something and now she says this you've got the wrong <laughs> <laughs> got you the know, wrong, the wrong person but she, so i don't know how this to like this Search. Okay, go ahead, Herbie. So I don't know if it's because I'm on the beta or not. So I just gave it a try and it actually worked. Let's see. Um, um, let's try this now in live demo form, though. What's the score of the Cardinals Cowboys game? The Cowboys are losing to the Cardinals 28 to 3, with six okay. minutes remaining in the third quarter. Okay, so that's the beta, though. I don't know if it's because of the beta or if it's not working for everybody. That I couldn't tell you, but well, okay. that's good news anyway. Right. 
Okay, anybody else? Final question? All right, well, we have one minute left. So I'll just remind you guys, come back for Android Insight on Wednesday from 7 to 8 o'clock. And then the iBug night at the virtual movies, we're going to be watching uh, Citizen Kane, classic movie. Please come. I am really looking forward to that. So that'll be at 8 o'clock, 7.30 for the social time. And then Saturday, Apple Workshop, iBug Apple Workshop from 2 to 4. Everything is on this same Zoom conference line. And thank you to everyone that participated tonight. And, of course, thank you, Stephen, for all your You're help. You're welcome, welcome, welcome. You always make it fun. Thank so you. Uh, please come back, and we will be back next week. All right. So thank you, and good night. Thanks for all the good questions and participation. We really appreciate it.